Good luck and hope you had an awesome Shabbos. So a few days ago, if you remember, we spoke a little bit about lying and the ease with which people often do it in small, seemingly inconsequential situations, although often motivated by personal benefit. So interestingly enough, this weekend, my family and I spent up at a beautiful cottage thanks to the generosity of a really good friend to enjoy both a little downtime and some time together as being a rabbi, to be honest, can wear one down a little from time to time. Interestingly enough, on one of the bookshelves at the cottage, I saw an interesting book that I started to read, written by Dan Ariely, a brilliant and humorous behavioral economist, called The Honest Truth About Dishonesty. It's a fascinating book worth reading. It talks about how and where people feel comfortable lying and cheating by fudging the truth. And in doing so, they actually often steal more, much more than a person who might take the cash from a register at a convenience store, whether it be through taxes, billing hours, insurance claims, you name it. And often people try to do it in a way that doesn't make them feel or look like real thieves. But in essence, they're stealing. So I guess they are. Well, Ariely devised an experiment that helped to limit or nearly eradicate cheating among its participants. You gotta listen to this. And I quote, We took a group of 450 participants and split them into two groups. We asked half of them to try to recall the Ten Commandments and then tempted them to cheat on our matrix task. We asked the other half to try and recall 10 books they had read in high school before setting them loose on the matrices and the opportunity to cheat equally. Among the group that recalled the 10 books, we saw the typical widespread but moderate cheating. On the other hand, in the group that was asked to recall the Ten Commandments, we observed no cheating whatsoever. And that was despite the fact that not one of the group was able to recall all 10. The result was fascinating since it seemed that merely trying to recall moral standards is enough to improve moral behavior. In fact, in another attempt to test this effect, he asked a group of self-declared atheists to swear on a Bible and then gave them the opportunity to claim extra earnings on the matrix task. What did the atheists do? They too did not stray from the straight and narrow path of honesty. So eventually, Ariely concludes that clear moral reminders diminish our willingness and tendency to cheat. I mean, if you think about it, it's pretty amazing because in essence, what it means is that true, we all know that cheating and stealing are wrong, but we're also human. God made us that way. And therefore we have our weaknesses in our moral fortitude. However, merely engaging in religious practice or learning about ethical practice, i.e. Torah and mitzvot, in and of itself helps to improve individuals to overcome their darker side that might engage in cheating, not only blue collar crime, but white collar as well. It's brilliant. And in fact, perhaps this is why Judaism is also both built on the importance of ritual practice. So we're engaged in actions that remind us to act ethically, as well as the emphasis on the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, studying Torah. Even if we go to the cases of the Talmud that we all know, like an ox that gores someone, while we might not have too many oxen goring people in major cities anymore, we are not only able to apply this to modern situations of cars and whatnot, but possibly even the action of learning and discussing moral and ethical correctness in and of itself is a motivator and reminder that we should strive for honesty. It's a pretty cool book. Haven't finished it yet. And it's amazing to see how engagement in religion is one of the best motivators to live an ethical life. And on that note, wishing you an awesome night. I got to go back to finishing the book and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.